Does God still speak to Christians like he did in the Bible using dreams and visions? That's our subject today. To answer this question, we want to first start off with Scripture. Turn to Acts chapter 2, 14 through 17. If, you're not, if you don't have a Bible handy, I will just read it. Peter, It says in Acts 2, 14, But Peter, standing with the eleven, lifted up his voice and addressed them, the men on the day of Pentecost, Men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and give ear to my words. For these people are not drunk, as you suppose, since it is only the third hour of the day. But this is what was uttered through the prophet Joel. And then he quotes from the Old Testament. And in the last days it shall be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Even on my male servants and female servants in those days, I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy. So our question about does God still speak through dreams and visions today is rooted really in the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Now, you have some today that say that God's miraculous works through the Holy Spirit has passed with the apostolic age. They're called cessationist. And then you have another group that would be called continuationist. I believe this, the accurate uh, interpretation of Scripture would be the continuationist. God still speaks. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And Lord knows if there's ever been a time when we need the work of the Holy Spirit, it's today in our age, in our generation. And so does God still speak this way or has he stopped speaking this way? Yes, God still speaks through dreams and visions. Uh, anyone familiar with missionary work uh, in Muslim countries, uh, India, which I happen to be involved with, uh, dreams and visions are one of the clear ways that God gets their attention because those cultures place so much attention on dreams and visions. Now, that can be dangerous, of course, but it doesn't mean that God doesn't use that. Now, for any of you who like to read, there's three books I would, I would quickly suggest. One is by Safka Berry. The name of it is Hiding in the Light. She's a Muslim that came to Christ in America, and you will see what she went through. Fascinating read. Another one from Bilquist Sheik called I Dared to Call Him Father. That one is is just off the off the chart, unbelievable. It's just how God rescued her, and then another one is by Nabel Qureshi, who's on staff with Ravi Zacharias International Ministries. The name of his book is Seeking Allah, Finding Jesus. I would suggest all three of those, or at least one of those, to read. They're all very well written, and they just pull you along, almost like a a one night read, if you will. So does God speak this way? Yes, He speaks this way. We see it all the time. One of the biggest ways that God is drawing Muslims in Muslim countries to Christ is through dreams and visions because these countries have shut out um, what they call proselytizing or evangelism. They have shut out missionaries. They have shut out free speech. And so, But you can't shut God out. You can't shut the Holy Spirit out. And he still speaks through dreams and visions to these people 
drawing them to Christ, drawing them to truth, and bringing them in contact with people who can explain the dreams and the visions that they are having. And it's exactly what we see in the Scripture, whether the Lord was speaking to Cornelius and told him to go to Simon the Tanner's house and inquire of a man called Peter. We see in Acts chapter 10, and he will explain to you uh, truth. And so Peter explained the gospel, and Cornelius and his household, they were saved. And so, yes, the Lord, the Lord does this. I could tell you of a story that I was involved with in India where a lady was fixing to commit suicide, and the Lord spoke to her through a vision and um, told her that someone was coming to her house, go with them. And uh, the next day, someone came to her house, invited her to an outreach meeting, and she went to the meeting, and she surrendered her life to Jesus Christ. Now, God prepared her for that because if he had not, she would have possibly gone and committed suicide before this visit and invitation took place. And uh, so she came to the Lord through a dream and a vision and then heard the gospel. Now, the, the question that has, we have to look at in this is this particular issue. Can Satan give dreams and visions or could dreams and visions come from self? The answer to that is yes and yes. You have three types of visions or three types of dreams, if you will. You've got one that's called, caused by the multitude of business of the day. Solomon talks about that in Ecclesiastes. It's just our mind being busy about things, and then we wind up dreaming or, or um, having a, a spiritual experience about the things that are consuming our mind. So that would be one that was, would be caused by ourself. Another one is Satan can bring it. He can bring terror. When you, in Scripture, you always see when Jesus showed up in a supernatural way or an angel showed up, they always started with peace, peace be still. And it was always a calming, secure um, setting before the vision or the dream took place. And then third, God bringing one where we test that and we will see that. So we don't have to be scared of them if we will evaluate them. 1 Thessalonians 5.21 says, Test everything, hold fast to that which is good. Well, we would not have to test things if there weren't the true and the false out there. So the very, the very meaning of test everything precludes the fact that there is the real and that there is the false. So yes, God still speaks that way. I want to put one little exception here. In dreams and visions today, he's not going to give us any revelation that's going to contradict Scripture. And he's not going to give us any revelation, dream, or vision that's going to be added to Scripture. It will be personal direction. Or it may be an unfolding of truth that's already recorded in Scripture that he's pointing us to. So in the sense of how he spoke to the Old Testament and prophets through dreams and visions, no, he's not going to give us somebody to write a dream and vision down and now it becomes a standard for our life. That the, the canon of Scripture is closed. God has completed that. But he still speaks through dreams and visions to his children, especially those who's looking to hear from him that way. Now, the number one way we hear from God is through his word. But Jesus also said, uh, they will hear my voice and they will know me. The Lord still speaks today. And that's really what the issue's over, is does God speak today? The answer to that question, unequivocally, is yes, he does. 
In fact, he says if a person doesn't have the spirit of Christ, he's none of his in Romans chapter 8. So yes, God speaks. John 10 tells us he speaks. 1 Thessalonians 5 tells us to test it, to make sure it's God. And sometimes the way God speaks is through dreams and visions. So the answer to our question is yes, more in some cultures than others, but he still speaks any way that he sees necessary to reach the heart of man with the gospel. We're out of time. Be sure to join us for our next podcast. God bless you.